Hello, this is Danielle Freitag with Jenna DeYoung, Real Talk Podcast, encouraging faith and inspiring restoration. Sharing tips, tools, and talk, we're exploring a biblical worldview that empowers and prompts faith in action. podcast and this is Danielle and Jenna she's back <laughs> Jenna's I'm back, back. Hi. back. <laughs> so for those of you listening um you know that um Jenna was in Africa which you'll get to hear a little bit about today um last episode Corinne Santinelli was on if you did not get a chance to listen to it go back you're going to want to listen it was um so good to connect with her just talking about marriage and um you know, what make what makes a marriage work, but then also talking about rebuilding intimacy um, after any kind of um, trauma. And so that was good. But I, Jenna, I'm so glad you're back and I'm excited to talk with you today. And we already have a um, topic, which is it's such perfect timing because and, and we have talked about this, but anytime there's seasons of change with new responsibilities <laughs> whether it be ministry or family, there's such a need for grace. And so we're going to talk about God's grace today. Um, And just to really kick this off, and maybe this is one of the scriptures you had, but Philippians chapter two, um, verse 13 says, not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectively at work in you, uh, both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. And that is um, the amplified version. But really what it's saying is that God is working through you and is, you know, by Holy Spirit, giving you energy, um, giving you strength, giving you the power to do what may seem very challenging in your own strength. And one of those things in my life right now is definitely being the parent of a newborn and a three-year-old because I am constantly like, Lord, help, Lord, help, God, help. Um, we can talk more about that, but Jenna, you know, you just, you just came from a, was it three weeks in Africa ministry trip? Could you share, uh, could you share a story of relying on God's grace and God's, um, really just strength as you, as you went on that mission trip? Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks. I, I think that really the whole trip was, me relying on God's grace from beginning to end because, um, you know, God came in a dream and a vision and, um, impressions through the Holy spirit and for us to go, cause we weren't planning and we didn't really have, we didn't really have a desire to go. It just kind of like happened. It felt, felt like out of nowhere. And so it really took me relying on like, okay, God, like if you want us to go, I have four kids. Like I need people to watch my kids. We need finances to go. And all I did was kind of step out in faith, just put my foot out there, stepped out in faith. And I just watched God just supernaturally provide as, you know, as Jehovah Jireh. I just watched him not only provide financially, but provide everything that we needed in order for us to go. And part of that was peace. And part of that was like, 
like you and I are, are the same a lot. Like we're kind of homebody. We love being at home. We recharge by spending time with the Lord and being alone. And yeah. like, I was like, I've never been gone for three weeks. Number one, away from my kids, away from my home. And so this was a step for me, but everything was so easy. Like mm. it's still flabbergast me. I mean, that's a weird word, but like, it still blows my mind. It feels so ironic that I just like peace for everything, for my health, for, for everything. And um, what I took away, because there's so many testimonies and so many stories, you know, that I could share is, is that I, I think of the scripture in second Corinthians verse nine, and I want to read this. It says, but he answered me, my grace is always more than enough for you. And my power finds its full expression through your weakness. So I will celebrate my weakness for when I am weak, I sense more deeply the mighty power of Christ living in me. And one of the notes says, the power of Christ rests upon me like a tent or a tabernacle, providing me shelter. And so I went, you know, there we saw all kinds of mighty miracles. We saw yeah. a little girl who had been bound in a wheelchair, a little Muslim girl bound in a wheelchair, get up and walk by the power of Christ. You know, we saw thousands and thousands of um, salvations in schools and in revival meetings and, you know, all kinds of different things. But like God's grace was literally hovering over. I mean, like we would get up in the morning, I would start my day at 5 a.m. and we would minister all day for all of those days with a few travel days in between until 10, 11 o'clock at night. And it didn't even make sense to me how I had the energy to do it. And, and so just through everything, you know, Lucas started getting sick one day, his grace covered that within a few hours, we prayed within a few hours, he was made well, you know, like everything that we came up against God's grace just covered. And honestly, to the point where I came home, and it was hard for me to transition back into real life because yeah. I was like, yep. I looked around and I was like, America, what are we doing? I was like, what it's, am I doing with yes. my life? Yep. <laughs> was, you know, and yep. I, and so now it was like, I just had a revelation and experience of God's grace empowering me when I am weak and when I'm not able. And so now I'm like, I have this it fire inside of me of like, I want to put myself in situations where I know that in my own strength, I can't do this because I trust God and I believe in him and I know that he can do it. Amen. Amen. He shows up. I love it. That's so beautiful. I actually was thinking about you because I remember feeling that coming back from different places when we did, whether it be ministry, India, you know, Africa, whatever, even coming back from Israel, it's just like, and, and, you know, we weren't even there that long. Although I wasn't, when I was in South Africa there for just about six months, that was, it was like a culture shock, but, you know, going back to what you were saying about grace, um, you know, the, the, the biblical definition, if you will, of grace is really a favor from God that is not earned. Like think, you know, just think about this. This is, this is what we receive through our belief in what Jesus Christ did. So God's grace is not dependent on our acts, right? It's not dependent on what we do. And that is such a relief and such a blessing to think about, but you know, it's solely a gift that he desires to give us. Um, 2 Timothy 1.9 says that God has called us to a life um, that is holy because of his grace. So he, he enables us just like he gave you the grace to 
minister for such lengthy times when yes, you're homebody, I'm homebody. Um, but when you get in those environments, it it really does pull from you because it it does take energy. And you're you're meeting with people, you're talking with people, you're praying with people, and it's you find in those moments it's his strength and his power. And that's what I am finding that I need to rely on in this season of my life as a mom <laughs> is God's grace because just the the being up at night is really hard for me. Like I got back to, you know, sleeping six, seven, maybe eight hours, you know, Hadassah's three years old. She's sleeping through the night now. You know, now we have Malachi. He's not sleeping through the night, you know, just about one month old and up every just about two hours or so. And um, it's exhausting. <laughs> and so I've, you know, I find myself often just like, Lord, you know, calling on him. And um, like last night we had a uh, listeners, we had a, a kind of a message thread going with our prayer mama. And she said something that like, I know it to be so, but just reading it caused me to act. And so tired, I just started worshiping, just started praying in tongues. I read like Psalm 23, um, Psalm 24, Psalm 25 over Malachi. Not only did he finally fall asleep, but I I felt God's peace and presence come over my come over me. And it's just such a good reminder to, to enter into God's rest, to enter into what he gives us, which is prayer and the word and the praying in tongues. Like this is how faith and grace can be stirred up. And so that's where I'm finding the need for grace is in, is in parenting. Um, which I'm sure you can, you know, in some way, you know, you have, you have four or five, I've got (laughs) two. And, um, I know that it is definitely God's grace that is, um, equipping and strengthening and for without it, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do without the Holy spirit when it comes to parenting. So, um, yeah, biblical definitions of grace. I mean, any other, there's so many other scriptures on, on grace, but any other, you know, stories or, um, scriptures on grace, Jenna? Um, yeah, well, I just want to say that number one, I feel like motherhood sharpens us in a way and causes us to die to the flesh. So motherhood causes this at a level that I have never experienced any, in any other area like of my life. And so, um, when you call upon the name of the Lord, I think of, you know, Hebrews four, I want to read this starting in verse 16. It says, so now we draw near freely and boldly to where grace is enthroned to receive mercy's kiss and discover the grace we urgently need to strengthen us in our time of weakness. And so what this says to me is, is that like, Hey, when I'm in this moment and I literally need the grace of God to come upon me in order to function or in order to like, keep on going that I can boldly come up to his throne of grace because of mercy, the mercy of God, not because I earned it, not because I deserve it, but just because of my relationship and the new covenant given to us by Jesus Christ, that I can literally boldly come before the throne of grace and say, God, I need you to strengthen me. I am in a time of need and I need you, you know, and because Mm. we are his daughters or sons, I mean, he, he's going to strengthen us and he's going to give us everything that we need. And all of the, and 
And then we can give glory to God. Then we can give glory like, God, I don't know what I would do without you. The fear of God actually comes over us because it's like, I mean, I remember in those moments of motherhood, like you're describing, and I just am Mm. so exhausted and I'm so tired. And it's like, I have all of these little children and they need my help. And they, I have a husband, I have a house, you have all of the stuff that you have to do. And it's like, I'm like, Lord, I need you, you know? And he he told he told me I remember one time and I've probably talked about this before. He's like, "Can you go for a run?" And I was like, "What? This sounds like the worst idea ever. I need like twenty hours of sleep. I need a nap." <laughs> and like, and I was like, "Okay." And I just like I had no energy to go for a run, and I went on a bike trail, and I started running. And you know what? exactly what I just read. God strengthened me in my time of need and he poured into me and something that maybe should have made me more tired or more exhausted actually gave me the energy. And I just remember him speaking those words of like, you're going to mount up on wings like eagles. Like, you know, and he's going to strengthen you and give you everything that you need. And it was like, God is so awesome. (laughs) God is so good. Like, this makes yeah. no sense to me. And I love it. That's what I love about God. A lot of times the Holy Spirit tells you to do things that don't really make sense, but um, yeah, he, he just, he helps us, you know? He does. He does. Thank God for the, for the Holy Spirit and the strengthening and, and what you just described is even, you know, last night, just feeling exhausted and being reminded by Ruthie, like pray, you know, get in the word, start, you know, speaking in tongues. And it did, it just, it, I felt the Lord's presence and it was so needed. Um, So, you know, just a few other scriptures is, you know, when reading through the letters that Paul wrote um, to the early churches in the New Testament, Paul commonly actually brings up grace, right? We read so much that he talks about grace, Romans um, 11, six, but if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise grace would no longer be grace. I'm going to say that again, but if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Mm-hmm. So again, there's this difference between like works and grace. Um, the way Paul states it in Romans is really clear. Grace is not based on anything we can do or else it would not be grace. Like God is there to strengthen us. You know, our, we're justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And so um definitely a gift. There are scriptures though about stirring up faith. So I commonly think of like faith and grace being a little bit similar. Um, you know, again, like getting in the word, reading the scriptures, stirring up to whether it's pray in tongues or worship or whatever it is, it just, it gets me in alignment with God's grace. Um, so, so much that Paul says though, about, about grace. Um, John, Chapter one, verse 16, and from his fullness, so Christ's fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. So Lord, I just, I pray that, that grace upon grace and having a revelation of what that means. So listener, you know, whatever it is that you are walking through right now, maybe it's motherhood, maybe it's ministry or both that you would experience receiving the grace upon grace, um, And as I was, Jenna, as I was just saying the word grace, the word strength popped up in my mind because it is, it's, it's his strength. It's his help. It's his presence. Um, The love of God is active through grace. 
Yeah. And actually, I was also thinking about how in Romans 6, it talks about how grace frees us to serve God. And so Mm. in verse 16, it says, don't you realize that grace frees you to choose your own master? And then it says, but choose carefully for you surrender yourself to become a servant bound to the one you choose to obey. And so like in, in this context, it's talking about, you know, the law and then grace, you know, we used to function underneath the law, which was, you know, old covenant, which was do this and you get this, but grace, this new and ministry of the Holy spirit is, is totally different. And so, um, yeah, I just pray that that we we have the freedom and that we would choose to operate in the grace of God, that we would choose to operate by his grace and um, through his grace. And so, Father, we just pray for every heart listening, God, that you would bring the revelation of operating in your grace, that we would boldly come before your throne, that we would wouldn't look at our weaknesses as um as failures, God, but just opportunities for you to come and show yourself strong for us to just operate in you. And that we might be like Paul, that we would actually give thanks for the areas that we're weak because it's the it's in those areas that your grace, that your empowerment, that your strength can come in and show yourself strong. And so father, we just give you all the praise, all the glory and all of the honor. And we just love you. We just thank you for all of these, these good gifts that you've given us and literally can't imagine my life without God. <laughs> Amen. Isn't that the truth? And I don't think, I don't think we've said this one yet, but we, we have to talk about this one scripture since we're talking about grace, right? And you, and you just talked about receiving God's grace during times when it's difficult, right? So second Corinthians 12, nine, right? Did you read this one? My grace is sufficient for you. I don't think we've read this one yet, but my I grace- did, but it was in, it was in a different, okay. Different version. Version, yeah. I'll just read it again. It's so good. My grace is sufficient for you. Like, hear that. God's saying, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. That's deep boasting mm-hmm. in the weaknesses. Like, okay, weakness of mothering or weakness of, you know, not getting enough rest. But God is saying, My grace is sufficient for you. Um, you know, and Paul talks about that thorn right in his side, there was something that he labeled a thorn and he pleaded with God like several times, not just once, but I think he pleaded with God like three times that it would be taken away. Um, but this thorn, whatever it was, there's speculation on what it was, but this thorn made him less dependent on himself and more dependent on God, um, and his grace every single day. And that's, that's, that's where I feel like I'm at right now, just with, with mothering, like, such a need for the leading of the Holy Spirit, the strength of the Holy Spirit, the wisdom of the Holy Spirit and in, in parenting. Um, like yesterday, okay, I don't know, it was maybe a couple of days ago. Like I was trying to get Hadassah down for a nap. You know, she still naps, thankfully. And naps have gone a lot better. But I'm trying to get her down for a nap. Then Malachi starts crying. And I literally just had a moment where I was like, how do I do this? Like, you know, I can't be in both places. And so I just stopped and took a breath and was just like, Lord, you know, just even just saying his name, just pausing to recognize his presence in a moment brings direction. And so I ended up just bringing Malachi into her room while he was crying and (laughs) he he stopped. I got her, I got her down for a nap and we were able to pray together, Hadassah and I. 
and um, eventually she fell asleep. But it just, you know, there's these moments every once in a while where I'm just like, Lord, help, help, help. <laughs> and his grace and goodness is so there. So it is in our imperfections and weaknesses, right, that we see his grace and we see his goodness and we see his love. And so whether it be mothering or ministry or both, amen? Amen.